Generally, pursuing higher education is an amazing way to achieve success and realize your dreams. Many people across the world seek out study opportunities in Canada and also leverage that experience to transition to permanent residency. Welcome to the I Can Move podcast, where it's all about building a community around the achievement of success through immigration. I'm your host, Paul, and thanks again for joining us for this episode. In this episode, we will be discussing the transition from student status to permanent residency and sharing insights and tips on the process and how prospective newcomers can chart a similar path for themselves. Today, I'm joined by another amazing friend of mine, Cadence Michael Brand, who's originally from Jamaica, came to Canada to study, and eventually became a permanent resident. Hey, Cadian, how are you doing today? Hi, Paul. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, before we jump into it, I know that everybody that has heard my personal immigration story, I've always told the story that I effectively transitioned took a job here in Canada through a friend of mine who was amazing and helped set that up. So now officially I can introduce everyone to Kadian, my great friend who helped me um, again, you know, to transition, get my first permanent job here and was really amazing support while transitioning to Canada. Thank you so much, Kadian. Aw, I didn't know you were telling that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So all right, Kadian. So based on based on your personal circumstances, your story, I want to jump in a few questions to help our listeners on their transition and help those in particular that may be seeking the study route to get to Canada to one, further their studies, further their, their personal and professional development, and then possibly transition to permanent residency. So let's start with the first question. How long have you been in Canada and what are your general feelings about the experience so far? Maybe some things you like, maybe some things you don't like as much. Well, um, I've been here for just over four years. Like um, last week made it four years. So it's been a while. The years flew by fast. Um, what I really like most about Canada for me is the safety aspect of it. It may be fall safety, but I feel a lot safer here than I did in Jamaica. And that's, you know, because Jamaica has a very high crime rate. What I hate about Canada is the weather. Winter is the, <laughs> one of those experiences that you really have to really experience it and live in it to see how much of a dread it is. When snow just falls and you're younger and you want to snow because it's so pretty, you're very excited. <laughs> but living in it is a different ballgame. It's messy, it's disgusting, you can't feel your fingers, your, your nose, everything. So winter is really the worst part about living in Canada. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Winter isn't isn't fun at all. I like said beautiful on one hand, but yeah, not very good to deal with on the other hand. Absolutely. Missing the beaches and the sunshine, Listen, right? Yeah, man, I really have some <laughs> very mixed feelings about being here. Some days I dream about the jelly coconut. Just to, just to be able to stop at a, a, a jelly man and drink a first jelly and, you know, just be, be comfortable like that, putting on shorts and shirts. And you don't have to think about whether or not the climate going to change that much. Here, everything is For a sure. production. Once you leave in your house, you have to bring a jacket, bring a lighter jacket, you know. Think about how it's going to work <laughs> out. How will the day turn? The most unpredictable thing about hey. Canada is the weather. For sure, for sure, for sure. All righty. Uh, before we scare away our, our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's jump into the second question. So what was your process like in figuring out what and where you wanted to study? For me, it was pretty simple. Um, I 
when I decided I wanted to to come to Canada, it wasn't necessarily for gaining the education that I was paying for. It really was for the transition to live here. So picking something to study for me was a no-brainer. At first, I decided, okay, I'm going to do something where I'm following a passion and I was going to do interior design. And um, in in doing that, the first application I went through, I knew nothing. I wasn't seeking any help. I, I submitted it myself and my first visa was declined. So I Uh-oh, actually okay. sought help of an immigration consultant like yourself. And when I went to him and I you. said, look, this is what um, I got in for. This is what I want to do. He introduced me to another school and he said, is there a reason that you picked this course? And I said, no, I just wanted to do a passion project. And he said, well, let me tell you something. They're big on Canadian experience. So just pick something that is that will make you employable. It wasn't for me to gain gain the credentials, but to actually just assimilate into the society. So I wasn't coming, I wasn't pondering as to, do I really want to study this? I already had a master's and a first degree. For me, it was, I needed something to get me a job when I was done. Got you, got you, got you. And and I guess that speaks to, as you as you mentioned and indicating, using the the study pathway with the ultimate goal of transitioning to permanent residency, oh. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, getting the qualification, you know, wasn't bad. I guess it's one more to, to the few that you already had, which which was a good more thing, More than right? that for me, it was the experience of I'm going to school here. It's a completely different experience than studying in Jamaica. Awesome. And it, it also helped you to gain the friendship and the connections that you would need for later on. Awesome. Well, let's let's stick on that a bit. So what what in contrasting between Canada and Jamaica, what what were some of the things you noticed in the study experience overall? Um, so I went to UA and I can just say that for you, you yeah. know, they tell you you read for your degree. It's quite the same yeah. here. It's just that you there is more interaction. It's a whole lot of group work. They, they place so much emphasis on being able to work well with others. And I'm not sure if it's because nice. of the international experience and you, you're in yeah. a class with people speaking various language. Most people, English was not their first language. So I think they, they try to group you up a bit more to help those that were struggling. Yeah. But also I just found the whole teaching process more more relatable it was a lot of work though um you get way more work than you do than i did in jamaica it was constant day in day out every day you had some assignment to do so it was a little bit stressful and it was also because when they're offering you this program they try to compact it so i did a one-year program and yeah. some people tend to do a longer program because i'm sure you've gone through the whole um in terms of visas um work at visas yeah. when you're done based on the period that you do it determines the length of the visa that you do get but i did a one-year program I had for sure time. but they tried to pack so much into that one year listen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if you could and, and i think it's part of it is because you're only allowed to work part-time you could not hold a full-time job even if you yeah. wanted to you wouldn't have the time so it was, it was intense yeah so that that is that is definitely so true so let's jump into the third question so what were some of the biggest challenges you think um going through this journey that you I did i think like with all things it starts in the mind the mental adjustment and you would not even realize because we are jamaicans and we're exposed and we travel but moving to yeah. a country where which while the culture is is not completely foreign it's definitely different from what we're used to that mental adjustment was one of the biggest challenges for yeah. me um for me also i didn't come with family here so it's 
in adjusting yeah, and yeah. missing your family, missing your culture, missing your people. You'll say certain things and people look at you like you're alien <laughs> because there are some things that are just yeah. to be Jamaican. And, you know, that rapport that you wouldn't have in, in coming here and meeting these these people, it's genuinely <laughs> take the ability yeah. to make a joke that is would only be funny to yeah. Jamaican. So that yeah, mental yeah, adjustment yeah, for sure, something, for sure. as I said, adjusting to how they do things, the weather and everything, it's, it's the biggest thing. So you're migrating, you have to prepare your mind because you never know how it will impact you. Yeah. Maybe maybe what were one or two of the things that you did to kind of um, help your, your transitioning past those those challenges? Um, so for me, I knew the sooner you got up and get going and assimilated was the better off you'd be. Yes, it's it's okay to miss sure. home and miss friends and everything, but the the sooner you gain, yeah. even say a friendship and go out and mingle, it's the more normal things yeah. became. So for me, things actually felt okay here the moment I gained certain friends. You know, there were you yeah. could yeah, I yeah. had friends who were from Canada themselves and they could teach you about the Canadian experience, and you also had friends who were like immigrants and you were learning together. So my biggest part, yeah, that 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 for me is the only and the quickest way to adjust. Cool. All right. So, um, so again, and an immigration pathway for many is transitioning through the study permit to ultimately get a postgraduate work permit. And I know you touched on that. How was that transition like for you? And what were what was the process like? And maybe the timelines and just generally your experience in getting that postgraduate work permit. Okay, well, you know how they say that one has it's um, all. Everything, everybody's process is yeah. different. For me, it was a little bit more challenging yeah. than some people that I had encountered. And I say that because I'd use their experiences to, to guide how I would apply for my permanent residency. And it was not the same because my work yeah. experience, everything was different. And while that was factored in, it, I, I had certainly unique situation that I literally needed the help of an immigration counselor to go through. And I'll expand on that by saying that it yeah. took me from landing in Canada to getting a permanent re- residency roughly 18 months. And it was a little bit, it took gotcha. me that long because um, after I finished school and I got the the postgraduate work permit and I applied for my, my permanent residency. One of the things I thought is, okay, I came here, I did my police report probably say um, a few months before coming to Canada. And since I've been back, since I was in Canada, I didn't go yeah. back to Jamaica. So in reading everything and, and following the examples of other people, I did not submit a new police record with my um, application because okay. I haven't gone back. But that time period in being in Jamaica yeah. to come into Canada, they needed cover. So my first yeah. application was cancelled yeah. as being incomplete. No, that is not something that Got anybody you. could prepare Got you for you. if they haven't gone through it. So in, in having yeah. cancelled, I decided, listen, I am not messing around with this. You have one year to get your permanent residency. So I just decided to buy the bullet and yeah. pay for the help of a professional to just get my bind done. And it took me a year and a half because when you're in Canada, and this is probably something that people don't recognize, is they process the results like first. So if they tell you it's a six-month period yeah. Yeah. to for them to process, believe me, if you're here, it will probably take the full six months. If you're outside of Canada, it might be a little bit 
quicker but once you're here it's the full six months so they took the full six months to process and they took the full six months to get me uh, the full remaining time after that to get me my documents so it's going through the cancellation reapplying yeah. and then waiting again you have to wait on the drawers and so forth so it was a little bit stressful because you are working on a time a yeah time frame you have your permit your work permit yeah for one year because i only did a one-year program got you got you yeah i think that's a big takeaway um you know a lot of people and i think generally in my own experiences as a as a consultant you know there's a lot of people that kind of you know uh, perceives that coming to canada is very easy and and granted it it's not the application processes the programs the eligibility mm-hmm. the small nuances that that need to make up a, a application it's not something to take for granted and notwithstanding you can definitely chart the path on your own but you know sometimes utilizing a professional is can definitely be a benefit because you know it's there's a lot of little intricacies you know in answering certain questions and just having a complete and accurate application to to avoid any any loss in time and delays oh, for sure like, awesome use a professional because at the end of the day this is your future yeah so i would rather not go through the absolutely and have my application properly absolutely all right so four years in what is or what was your biggest triumphs during <laughs> this journey boy <laughs> the first one i would honestly say is getting that beer like i had gone through yeah <laughs> i'm like is this even gonna happen so that was the first one but um yeah for me so far is coming here transitioning building that life and also the ability to change careers i know sometimes before you know you're in yeah. in your 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 familiarity and you feel kind of stuck when i got here i was able to change my career path and for me that's been the most rewarding experience yeah um, because you know you go to your job you spend nice, hours nice. and you have to really like what you do so don't be afraid to to try something yeah. and reinvent yourself it's just a matter of landing that good job nice. in that good company and you take it from there my progression in this field has been awesome I don't think I think I've been in AML probably two for years sure, for this sure. is my second company and within this one company yeah. I've been promoted three four times <laughs> so, nice. so it's been it's been nice, it's been nice, wonderful nice. um it's just one of those things, to be honest. Everybody's experience in the work and feel is a little bit Absolutely. different. Absolutely. For me, I can say I'm very pleased. So we can definitely add that to the previous question oh, yes, on, on triumphs. Yeah, for sure. That was that. That's definitely, yeah, definitely a triumph of yours, I'm sure. All right. So let's wrap it up. Um, and... Uh, let's get into you know some practical tips for mm-hmm. for our listeners right so if you could share three to five tips there about with someone considering exploring canada as an option for further studies first, what would they be visit first i say that i know sometimes we, we dive right in but it's a good idea to get a feel of where you're going where you're going to be spending most of your time to see if it's right for you um in migrating uh, we we tend to notice that people are leaving and we do want that change but there are other options outside of canada i would just say visit first to ensure that you the, the climate the culture and everything is the right fit for you so my like, second tip yeah, for yeah. anybody would right. be to network just like anywhere you go you can't do 
doing it alone building good friendships building good uh, yeah. work relationships everything will make the difference it will make or break what you what how how much you accomplish even here even how finances structure taxes everything is different so having um, good relationships and being able to have someone help you along the way will will make the difference in how quickly you actually progress. yeah those tips were definitely amazing and i think along with those tips as well as your your experience shared during this episode i am sure that the listeners will definitely be able to find value from it as well as take away some some actions and insights for themselves to 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 action their own plans coming here to canada so thank you so much friend it was awesome thanks again for joining it was a pleasure Awesome. Awesome. So everyone, thanks a million for listening and don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. We'll connect again soon on the next episode.